I am Jacob Wirtz. I am Jacob Gable. And this is the Untapped Podcast. Let's go, dude. What is up, Let's dude? Do you, got any, you got anything planned this weekend? I was actually, I meant to ask you that earlier, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Uh, so guys, we are going to be guests on a podcast, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Weird. We, uh, we, it's something new for both of us. It is. But, it's going to be um, fun, though. It's a couple guys that uh, Gable used to work with here, a couple buddies of his that we're going to be a guest on the podcast, which is going to be pretty cool. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and then the boys are getting a little night golf action in on Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> I was like, I was like, let me tee you up for this real quick. Oh, was... Tee me up. Ah, oh. Dude, how nice with it. Let's go. Let's go. Dude, um, I'm excited to golf, but I'm also not excited to completely do horrible you guys you guys all remember my golf stories that i tell and the poor what the geese have done to oh, us i mean it's just we might kill the goose tomorrow i i, I will 100 if it happens again i'm like you know i'm a forgiving man i'll forgive the first time but the second time that's not happening ladies and gentlemen right. i'm i'm carving these things right 100 yes it's swing season it's, in a different way yeah and i'm sure they will be out but guys we always make it a point Pretty much every fall. I mean, this will be, I think, like our third year in a row. Mm-hmm. We uh, we always make it a, a point to do some nighttime fall golf because, I don't know, it's, it's just fun. Just relaxing, too. It's relaxing. The weather, you know, that little chill. You got some long sleeves on, you know what yep. I mean? Hitting bombs. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> nothing else. To other holes. That you- <laughs> Four. <laughs> Man, that was that's a funny story, guys. But yeah. literally, words one time, we were teed off on hole seven, if I remember correctly, at Pheasant Run. And the dude... He bombed it, but it went over to hole two. It's one of the few holes yeah. that you actually drive. Yeah, because you know, most yeah. of them are shorter, yeah. um, or it just wouldn't make sense to use a driver. But I freaking nuked this one. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it bounced off the moon. It I'm might. Being it, it very well might have. It yeah. was like the Albert Homer off Bradley. Yeah. It's like oh, you're showing me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 2005, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it it just it Land- went far, but it didn't go Bro, straight. It, I think it landed like 20 feet from somebody, <laughs> and we were both four. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> it was bad, guys. Uh, oh my goodness. Our golf stories are fun. I know. I know we're gonna have more coming out of this yes, weekend for definitely. sure. But anyway, guys, we are back with another episode. We are season two, episode twelve, mm. um, and we are going to do an EX Fit episode today. So more health related, uh, more fitness related, um, and this is we got a couple good points to, to go over here we do. Yeah. today. Um, so first, guys, we wanted to, again, we like to kind of lay out the overall theme of each episode. This one, fitness is the bare minimum. It really is. It's the bare minimum, and we're going to expand on that here in a second. But once you can kind of incorporate that that mindset, and I, I know you'll agree with this, I mean, mm. both of us being personal trainers, 100%. Um, training different types of clients, but still trainers and whatnot. Yep. And, you know, once we see people really buy into that, that mindset and that mentality, you can. That's where you really start to see the changes. Absolutely, you know what I yep. mean. Um, and I, you know, what's kind of your experience with that? You have you seen someone? You know, have you talked to people like, hey, oh yeah, like you're. It's wonderful that you're getting started here. Like I'm really, really proud of you yep. for starting. And then you see them buy in. Like, what's kind of been your experience? Oh gosh, with that? yeah. So, um, the three places I've worked so far, one of them was more of a group training place, and you know, that's you get a lot out of that, but a lot of people are already bought in at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the two places I personally trained at, um, Lifetime being the one right now, um, it's, what's cool for me, usually the experience goes like this. Within like the first three to four weeks, mm-hmm. somebody will, will kind of get to know each other and whatnot. They'll be like, man, you show me this new thing and whatnot. 
And then what you can really see after three to four weeks is that you'll show them something new, and then all of a sudden the results start clicking a little bit. Yeah. And you know you're giving on that you have them on a consistent program. Right. And you can see in their head like a light switch goes on. Definitely. And it's like, man, I thank you so much for doing this and whatnot. And then they also more a lot of times those same people want to train with you for they would train with you forever if they had yeah, the opportunity. Right. Right. And so. What's cool about that is that they'll pick up on that because they'll start seeing, you know, let's say their biceps get bigger or something like that. Like uh-huh. something basic is that. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, this is what it's all about. And then even more so, they're like, push me. Tell me if I'm missing something. Right. This. So right. the, the time when they like basically give you free reign to do, not like do anything to them, but basically like yeah, tell right. you any like thing to do with them, that's when you know somebody's to really push them, fitness. push them. Yeah. You know? And just like, I mean, you and I can attest that as ourselves mm-hmm. though too. 100%. If somebody like, you know, will... What's Will's last name? Uh, Bates. Bates, yeah. Will be inspired. Yeah. Is his Instagram. Absolute Guys, go follow him. Mountain of a man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And go follow he, him. So he, that's like a guy, for example, that we would listen to. I mean, the dude presses 170 pound dumbbells. That is ridiculous. In each hand. Guys, yeah, I'm not, talking about one. <laughs> I'm not talking about what. It's, it's in each hand. So that's a, that's a guy, it's like, you come up to us and like, you have some pointers for us. We're lit, we're wide open. Oh, yeah. Dude, I talk to every him every single time. A- anytime I see him down at House of Pain, um, I, I, we talk, first of all, we just, we talk, we catch up, you know, we're friends. And, um, you know, I, I said it on his post the other day, but like, I'm proud to call him a friend. Like he's a, he's a great dude. He puts a lot of great content out, but anyway, like he just did his first show not too long ago yep. Yep. and killed it. Did awesome. And so I've asked him tons of questions about different machines, different lifts that he does, why mm-hmm. he does certain things, why he uses, you know, this, this chest fly machine, but not this one. And, and he gives me gives me answers and, and, and helps me out. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, so the same, same concept there too. And, and I think kind of back to your point, like flipping the light switch, um, you know, obviously I'm training mostly youth and high school athletes mm-hmm. and like this one very distinct story that sticks out. This happened just, um, I want to say two weeks ago, uh, maybe three, but so we have a, we have a sled at our gym. Um, it's one of the four wheeled sleds. It's not like one of the sliding sleds, but mm. one of the four wheeled, and you can you know adjust they call those the what uh, the tanks, right? Yeah, something like that. I call it a Mars rover. Yeah, I, I think, that's literally what it looks like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. A, that's a way better name. Yeah, yeah. But you can adjust the each side of wheels um, to the resistance that you want. There's neutral, yep. one, two, and three. And something that we have incorporated into our programs is um, sled march. Is what we call it. So you put it all the way up to three on the resistance, and it's it's heavy. Like it's yep. hard to push it. Even even someone our size, like it, it's gonna light your quads up. But yep. anyway, that's one of our finishers. And I had this kid. Um, gosh, I believe he is seventh grade. He might be eighth grade though. Cool. Not quite in high school yet. And I think he had five sled marches down and back as one. And we have a like a strip of about 20, 25 yard turf that you do this. And a little bit of a huskier kid. He's not crazy overweight and like that. Just mm-hmm. a little bit of a huskier kid. And I think he does three. And he's gassed. Like he's mm-hmm. already laying on the ground and, and he's you know, he's hunched over on the sled and and he's literally saying out loud. I'm standing there like trying to he was doing an EMOM. So uh, every minute on the minute, yep. if for those of you that don't know what EMOM means. Um and he was taking his break after his third one and he's saying out loud, I can't do anymore. I can't do anymore, like I can't, I can't, yep. I can't. Yep. And it was starting it was starting to kind of piss me off yep. that he was saying that to himself. And like, obviously I have to find a way to um, relate to him so that he understands like, dude, you got more left in the tank. And, and so I found that way to do that. And I said, 
I said, man, like I know your body is gassed. I know your legs are lit up right now, but you got to win up here. You got to win it up here. And I, I literally put my, my hand and fingers on his head. I was like, you got to win it up here. He gets up. What does he do? He does his fourth one, comes back down. I can't do the last one. I can't do the last one. I said, yes, you can. You have to win it right now. Yep. You got to win it up here. And guess what he did? He freaking went down and did his fifth one. He gets back. And the look on his face was just like, holy shit, how did I do that? Yep. And and that's the light switch you're talking about. You 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 train with people a certain amount of time, or they train with you rather, and you build that connection, you build that that relationship, and then you literally can see the light switch in a sometimes in instances like this where you see the client's face and how did I just lift that? Yep. Right, you saw my face when I put up two fifty on the bench. Yep. And I haven't I haven't barbell bench in over a year. It was well over a year. And, and yeah. it, legitimately. Yep. And put up two fifty. I mean, you saw my face. Yep. I was just like, yep. what? Yeah, because I, I well, you had been moving the ninety fives on and ninety fives and hundreds on dumbbell bench, right? Sure. If I'm correct. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I, I I was like in my head, I was like, you're gonna move this for sure. I just don't know how many reps it's gonna be. <laughs> and two twenty five flew. And I was like, I was like, hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and then then two and then two fifty came and I was like I was like let's go he's gonna easily get this you repped it pretty solid too actually yeah I got a little part. bit yeah. to the sticking point yeah. at two fifty but I was like I was literally saying I was like don't touch it don't touch it don't touch it <laughs> but it's just and you know we don't it's not that we train with each other but like in in the trainer client fashion yep. but it's just that's a really cool part of our job is is when people stick with it and this is. All kind of a part of our first point. Our first point is, guys, getting past the intimidation yep. of, of fitness, of going to the gym. Guys, I get it. Like, I was scared to go to the gym too. Gable, I'm sure you've, you experienced that as well. Absolutely. Everyone has. Absolutely, It's yeah. a very normal thing. That's a normal anxiety to experience. Um, but I can promise you, once you go once, once you go twice, once you are just starting to go two times a week, then it's three, before you realize that you're maybe going five to six days a week. Okay, once you get past that initial intimidation, like you're gonna realize how beneficial it is. Yep. You know, and, and you're gonna realize too that when you push past that intimidation, it's gonna help you push past other intimidations in your life. Yep. And and you know, you're gonna start seeing progress physically on your body. Things are gonna you know, muscles are gonna get stronger, gonna get bigger, you're gonna lose fat in the belly area, you know, you might start to see some abs or get some new veins showing or you know, whatever the case might be, and you're gonna be like, Huh, the more I work towards this, the better I get. Yep. And again, that's gonna translate to other parts of your life, job, relationship, you know, school, whatever it might be. You're gonna you put the work in, you're gonna get better. Yep. I you couldn't have said that better. And the biggest thing too is those three little points you touched on, the kid. Mm-hmm. the light switch and then the buy-in mm-hmm. those three right there sum up what you need to look for because exactly. we got to understand guys is that going to the gym and you know like oh like i don't want to go lift weights or you know i'll be around too many people or whatever you got to understand that literally nobody else is or nobody there is there for you it's like oh yeah let me let's sit there and watch this guy set today this, <laughs> right. this newbie right this new guy no Right. You got to go in there and do that for yourself. That's exactly what Ward's had with that kid. Mm-hmm. That kid was like, "Oh my goodness. Holy shit. Yeah. This isn't this is awesome." Right. And it's like, "I can do this." You, and that's where it comes down to because again, we talk about this all the time, guys. Humans are meant to move. So you have to get past that intimidation factor and understand, mm-hmm. "I'm doing this to better myself. Who in the hell cares about anybody else in this gym?" Right. 
Who in the hell cares? Because it doesn't matter. And that means you can start with things like, again, we've talked about the walks. We've talked about the outside runs. Do outside workouts. Go to a field. Do some squats or whatever. Yeah. Start there. Build your confidence and get in the gym and be like, okay, I need to stop worrying about whoever else is around me. Right. And I'm going to figure out real quick that they don't matter. Yeah. Or like, like even in your basement or garage. Like 100%. You can do hit yeah. workouts there. Like you can do push-ups. You can do squats. You can do sit-ups. Like very basic things too, you yep. know? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing with fitness is that it doesn't have to be some kind of complicated thing. Mm-hmm. And we always encourage people to get into the gym because it has the most equipment that you can make yourself better with. Right. So the reason we advocate for, you know, a fitness center of some sort, a, you know, an athletic resort of some sort, whatever. The reason we advocate for that type of stuff is because it has the best equipment to make yourself the best. Right. So if you want to be the best and you want to make yourself the best for your relationships, for work, etc., why wouldn't you put yourself in an environment where the best is? Yeah. And again, that's what we talk about. The biggest guys like Will. Will is what six seven, like two eighty or something like he's, that. He's probably more six four, six five. He's pretty close to your height. Yeah. He's yeah. Either way. He's yeah. A huge guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so guys like him. It's always the biggest dudes that are the nicest every oh single time. Oh my goodness, one hundred percent. And Wurtz and I can attest that. We like to think we're nice guys sometimes, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. every once in a while. But Just don't don't yeah. make the big guys mad because that's a whole different level. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's very easy not to make us mad because if you just ask us a question, we're gonna be like, yeah. "Dude, absolutely, we'll help you." Yes. Now, if you like, you know, shoulder us while you're walking past <laughs> in the gym, obviously that's right. gonna make us mad. Like something right. very obvious like that. Well, what's cool too, you know, as far as the intimidation intimidation factor, um, you know. Some of you have probably gone to House of Pain, and House of Pain can be an intimidating place mm-hmm. at first. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of um, professional bodybuilders that are in there. Yep. Um, there's a lot of just big guys in there, big big people. Even some of the women are, are just shredded, mm-hmm. and they look great. Um, but the whole place can be a bit intimidating at first. Once you start going there, like you become a part of the culture, you know. Especially if you go at the same time every day, like what Peyton and I do, we see the same people. We're, we're all, you know, saying hi. We're all just talking and whatnot, and, and yep. it's a it's a good vibe for the most part. You're gonna have your bad apples, of course, but if you can find a smaller place like that, rather, you know, if a if a lifetime or if a club fitness or uh, even a Planet Fitness is maybe the sole intimidation factor because it's such a large place, yeah. so many people. Sure. Then just do quick research. Lift STL. That's a smaller place. That's yep. a really cool place too. The place I go outdoors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Complete, Complete fitness. fitness yeah. Complete fitness is one. House of Pain is one. Um, I'm sure there's other ones we're forgetting right now. But uh, uh, Force. Force yep. Reforms. I mean Brock and Britt. They'll take care of you. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. So there's there's ways to get around the intimidation, guys, for sure. And you just you have to. Yep. At, at a certain point. You have to be able to tell yourself enough. You have to get fed up and tell yourself enough. 100%. And that's the thing too is that this is why we preach individualism a lot of times, guys, is because you cannot keep worrying about what other people think about you or care about you because you have to do something for you. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. If you want to live the best life possible, you have to do stuff for you. Right. And that's that's why like I was able to go into the Iowa State gyms and whatnot and be around all these roided out huge senior college kids and whatnot or (laughs) D1 athletes and whatnot. And I was able to be like, tunnel vision, let's yeah, go. Right. Because at some point in time, I was like, you know, I'm going to go insane if I don't work out. Right. You know, I told myself, I, I know I'm not going to be the best if I don't work out. I know I'm not going to focus on my schoolwork at all if I don't work out. So at some point in time, I had to step up and decide to make that decision to do that. 100%. It, it comes down to you as an individual, like, because it, it's cool and all, like, we give you, we give you opportunities outside of, you know, just being like in your own mind, telling yourself, let's do it. 
we give you the option of, you know, going with a partner or going to a smaller gym, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But at some point in time, your mind's going to keep telling you excuses if you let it. Right. So you have to go at some point in time. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, our our next point here um, is... You, know, you kind of alluded to it earlier, and we've said before, humans are meant to move. Mm. We are meant to move around. We are not meant to be you know, sequestered in our houses and, and you know, just staring at screens all day and, and all this kind of stuff. Like we're not, that's, not what we're, that's not what we're here for. We are made to move. We are made to interact. We are made to, to get stimulation from other places and st- you know, get outside, be in nature. And we've talked a lot about this stuff. And guys, that almost goes back to like the primal days. Yep. You know, if you weren't fit, you were literally going to die. Yep. You were going to die because you you just you wouldn't be able to function. You wouldn't be able to hunt back in those days and and you know, all those types of things. You wouldn't be able to fish. You wouldn't all of that. All of that. You know, and and also in that aspect, would you rather be a person that relies on, you know, modern medicine and 14 different medications that you have to take daily and, you know, Going to the doctor for something new every every month yep, or every he, two weeks. Because each one of those medications has twenty different side effects. Yeah, uh, right, right. And obviously, there are medications that can be necessary and and can help and and be healthy, of course. But would you rather be that kind of a person or a person who is just healthy, eats a good diet, is active, you know, isn't always eating fast food or junk? You know, you limit that stuff. And and you exercise, you interact with people, you're not afraid to talk to people, you get outside, you get sunshine, all that kind of stuff, and just live a healthy lifestyle. You know, we're not saying you have to be the most ripped person walking around, but which would you rather be? I feel like the answer is pretty clear. Yeah, you should be able to jog a mile pretty easily. Yeah. You should be able to do 10 pull-ups pretty easily. Right. Like that type of stuff. I mean, obviously as a male, more than anything else. But guys, it just it's the idea of having your own sovereignty, having your own individualism being ungovernable because if you rely on the government or rely on society to provide you every aspect of your life no matter how good modern life is it's not going to fulfill you for one right. and it's you're also going to get dragged down you're going to be like the bottom of the barrel of humans yeah. that's why we talk about fitness being the bare minimum because if you have fitness as a bare minimum at least you're better than you know 80% of the population at that point in time if you're a fit person probably yeah, yeah, at, yeah. Le- at least you're somewhat crushing the competition in some right. way so, and that's the thing, guys, is that Wurtz made the great point about that if you weren't fit, you were going to die back in the day. Right. Just because the modern, you know, wealth, modern medicine allows us to, you know, live a little bit more of cush lives doesn't mean that, it, I would argue that it means we should live e- extraordinary lives even more right. because of that. Because if you can stand out and you can become better because of that modern world, you're going to be prepared for anything. You're going to be more prepared because, again... Somebody sitting in the house all day or somebody sitting in, you know, the darkness of their own on their couch or whatever, watching TV all day, you're not going to be able to live life to its full potential. Right. That's just the truth of the matter. So I just I just looked it up to your point there. This article is from August 20th of 2022 um, from wellbeingport.com. It was just pretty much the first one that nice. came up on DuckDuckGo. And uh, I just looked up what percentage of the population is fit. Um, according to the Bureau nice. of Labor Statistics, 19.3% of the U.S. population was engaged in sports and exercise each day in 2019. Male participation, 20.7, and women was 18. Um, and then, that's brutal. What percentage of the population works out? This is from a CDC report. 
Take it for what it's worth. <laughs> Only 23% of Americans get enough exercise. So just, uh, you know, I, that's, that's, that's way too low. Not even a quarter of the population. I, that, that's the thing, though, is like, what do they consider enough exercise? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Because, right. because just because you get an hour walk-in or 30 minutes of an outside activity a day, uh, that's, 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 that's like bare Bare, bare right, minimum right. at that and, point in And time. that can be your starting point. Yeah, that's we're what not, I'm saying is a starting we're point. Not, we're not knocking that at all, but that should only be your starting it, point. It shouldn't be your end-all, be-all point. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. It shouldn't even be close to that as your right. end-all, be-all point. Right, right. 100%. But, dude, that's that's great. You just pulled that up. Thank you for that. Um, and it's very interesting because what's fascinating, too, is like probably like the elite of that population is maybe 1% or so, I would say. Probably of the population or so, because be. it's like somebody who can run five miles or a marathon in an easy amount of time, mm-hmm. or you know, even like a half marathon in an easy amount of time. That's yeah. that's a sl- like low amount of the population. Even some, somebody who can do ten to fifteen pull ups in that range, not a high end of that population either. I would guess, like as far as the the marathons and half marathon, that is probably even lower than one percent, hundred percent, because that yeah. like that's ultra athlete status. You know what I mean? I said hundred percent. I don't. <laughs> that was an agreement, hundred percent. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Um, cause like the, the people that can, that can do all that kind of stuff and, and truthfully, really anyone is capable because yep. a lot of that is mental. Um, but the physical aspect of that, like that's probably less than 1% of that population. You know what I mean? Because right. it's such an ultra, 100%. um, it's ultra, like top of the mountain. Yes. Top of the mountain. Like I'm talking like, that's why somebody said that's why the bottom of the mountain is so large and the top of the mountain is so small Exactly. is because that just like. There's a certain level to get there, yeah. And I don't, I don't even like saying like, oh, but you don't have to get to that. You don't have to get the ultra level because why not? You should strive. Why for not it. strive to be exactly. top tier? And that that could mean striving to be, you know, over a 300 pound bench or something like that, yeah. or over a 400 pound squat or 300 pound squat or whatever. Sure. It climb your mountain is my point here. Exactly. Climb your mountain. Yeah. It, it, it not necessarily it doesn't have to be the ultra athlete like you know run 100 miles. But you should be climbing some kind of mountain when it comes to fitness. Exactly. Whether that's putting on a 80-pound weight vest and going for two hours or something like that. Yeah. Whether it's lifting a bunch of weight. Whether it's going on a 120-mile bike ride and you're crushing that out. Or a 60-mile bike ride or whatever. And Or for some of you, at the beginning, it could be run a mile. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like That's why we say at the beginning. Because exactly. once you start fitness, you should be each time trying to increase it like that. Exactly. I mean, it's it's not like after five years of doing this, I sit around and I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to coast and maintain because that's going to be better for me. There's no way. Right. There's no way that's like like I if I if I'm I'm using train heroic and one week I'm at 95 pounds on dumbbell bench or whatever, the next week I'm going to 100. Right. 100%. Like right. it, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like you you have to climb that ladder each day. You sure. have to climb that mountain each day. And again, it's just that should be the norm. Right. It should. And of course, guys like He's not saying there's never times for deload weeks or deload workouts, but again, that that kind of stuff that's all down the road. You know, if you if you've only worked out for two weeks, your second week should not be a deload. Yeah, week. and if your intensity right. isn't high, that's exactly. that doesn't even come into the conversation. So, yeah, we're not idiot trainers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, that that's fitness truly is just the bare minimum. I mean, all of those points there cover under that umbrella, and guys, we just. We want you to be active. Find ways that you can be active. Find ways that that do fit in your schedule because I can promise you, you do have the time. A lot of people's excuse is, I don't know if I have the time to, to work out every day. You do. You do. You, it, your schedule's just going to have to change. You know, your work schedule might be consistent and that's great. So work around it. Yep. 
you know, get up before, do it before. Or on your way home, you know, or, uh, you know, when you go to work, pack your gym clothes. So on the way home, you hit the gym, you're there for 45 minutes to an hour, then you go home. It's still not too late. Mm. You know, you still have time. You know, if you have kids, you still have time with your kids and, and all this kind of stuff. So find a way. It's the biggest thing. Find a way. Absolutely. So uh, I believe you have a Q&A today, right? I do. Yeah. A uh, little bit of a hard-hitting one. Oh, you boy. Know, I, I decided to go hard-hitting today. Oh, so boy. Okay. Is there, um, kind of, I'll kind of phrase this in a different way too, is, is there a lie that you tell yourself pretty often? And if there is, kind of explain it a little bit, go into depth, and if there's not, go over something you possibly could improve on in a realm of what you're kind of thinking of there. A lie mm. that I tell myself. Yeah. This is one thing I know you and I have pretty good mental control, so, you know, it'll, it's tough to deep dig deep and find some of these sometimes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I... Well, you, you know that, do you know that TikTok, um, or not, not a TikTok actually, it's a sound where this guy goes, um, what was the biggest lie they ever told you? Yeah. It's not that simple. Right. I would kind of go around that line for myself yeah. because I, there are times every day where I'm like, man, we're going to have to go through this. Like we talked about, uh, two episodes ago with the tax code, uh-huh. we're going to have to jump through all these hoops. We're going to have to go through this with the IRS. We like how, we, how are we going to know about this deduction, that type of stuff. And I start trying to tell myself a lie, like. You know, like, is is it really worth it to deal with all this tax code sometimes? Mm. Another one for myself, too, I'd even say was, is like, is it really that, it, would it really benefit me if I got up at like 4.30 every morning or something like that? When I know damn well, it yeah. would benefit me a ton if I got up at 4.30 a.m. Got after whether it was a morning routine or a workout. I, right. I know, that's a lie I always tell myself because the times I did it consistently with Sam, I always, like... We and when we got up and went to lift in the morning like that, I always was at my best those days. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, you saying that, like I've had that, I've had that thought a lot. Like, well, that would just mean I got to go to bed earlier, and that would mean like I'm gonna be tired the rest right. of the day. So, would it really be worth it to do something like that four or four thirty five, whatever it might be? Um, like, I I've definitely done that with myself. Um, there's definitely been. Days. I don't know. This is something I tell myself every day, but there's definitely yeah, not necessarily every day. Yeah, just is it really worth it to go to the gym today? Is it really worth it to to drive twenty minutes down the house of pain? And is it is it really worth it? Yes, absolutely, it is. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. There's one I tell every day, and I think that's what the original Mm. question was. Was is there a lie you say every day to yourself? This Um, this I'll actually I kind of have a question off of this. mm -hmm. What was when you first start first did seventy five hard? what was like the first lies you told yourself during that? Mm. That would be, a, because that, you want to talk about discovering that bitch voice and whatnot? Yeah. That's, the, that's actually an interesting thought. Uh, Like before or like during? Like when you first started it, what were the things you were telling yourself? You know, it, and I don't mean this in a cocky way. I don't know if I had anything like that because like I was so bought in yeah. to the idea of, of doing that program and, and doing it through. Um. You know, we, we've talked about both of our first times on that, just some of the crazy, crazy times we did workouts and, you know, having a flight at 6 a.m. So going to club fitness at 1 a.m., you know, yep. literally like taking a very extreme pre-workout at 1 a.m. Yep. And, and going and getting a, a lift in and um, walking around the Miami airport for 45 minutes yep. probably got some weird looks, but... I think that that first go around 
Well, and really both times I've done it, but especially that first time, I think I was so bought in that I don't know that I really did yeah. like contemplate much. Yeah. Um, now beforehand, definitely had thoughts like, is this mm. really gonna like? Is this gonna work? Is this gonna work how he says? Yeah, is this is, gonna is this work BS? Yeah. how these people say? Like this just sounds tiring. Yep. You know, this just sounds like you just beat yourself down every day, and in ways you do, but it's not the crazy workout plan that yep. a lot of people that are anti seventy five hard think it is. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I was just talking to the lady that cleaned my teeth yesterday at the dentist just about. Yeah, this, this man has dental hygiene. Not a, not a big deal. <laughs> I yeah. brush my teeth. <laughs> um, speaking, we, of the, speaking of the bare minimum. <laughs> we, yeah, literally. We, we were just talking about 75 hard, and, and um, you know, I said there's a lot of people that are anti-75, and they don't truly know the meaning. And honestly, Jeff Lavecchio, like, I thought it was pretty big of him to admit that he used to be that way. Yeah. And, and that's why he went ahead and did it. That's also and why Jeff's so successful. Absolutely. Dude's honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he's just 100%. Real. Um, shout out Jeff Lavecchio there, but, um, I think it was beforehand I was telling myself, like, is this really going to be worth it? Like, is this really going to like benefit me? You know, am I going to be able to fit everything in? And I mean, you just start, you just start. It's the biggest thing. There's the thing is though, is like, that's why I wanted to hear that from you because there's nothing, there's nothing wrong about that answer. Like there, I, Uh, yeah, yeah. For you, I'm not surprised about that answer at all. I just, I, I, like, I really don't remember me ever doing that. Now, granted, this was. That was what two years ago now. Yeah. Um. So it's possible I'm forgetting something, but truthfully, like that is the honest yeah. truth, dude. I, I don't see anything wrong with that because yeah. that's an honest answer for me. For sure. And the thing is, is like it also shows another side of things. It's like you never you bought in so much that mm-hmm. it's possible to buy in so much. Right. And you know, like a lot of people do, like including myself during it. That's why I failed the first time because I was like, yeah, I worked out at six o'clock at night, like, and then I ended up just being lazy and falling asleep. And I was way past, I, I, you know, I woke up at whatever, five, six AM the next morning. And I was like, well, that's a fail. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's obviously a fail at that point in time. So it's like that first time around, especially I was just like, I was like, Oh no, like I did this. I, I only got this workout in this late. Do I want to go back out again? That type right. of stuff. So I told myself plenty of lies at that point. Yeah. In time. So it's like, it shows the two different sides here as well. For sure. I mean, I, I battled plenty with the bitch voice and whatnot. Definitely. Like plenty. The second time around, I was just, Locked in, and yeah, I could notice running through shit. Yeah, I, I noticed a difference in you there. Yeah, but like there was, I mean, for example, there was one time the first time I actually got through. So the second time through that time, I guess. Yeah. Um, I remember I was down at the lake at Table Rock, where you know, love going down there. But anyways, I was down there and it was pouring rain one night, and I had to get mm-hmm. my second workout in outside. And I was like, here we go. <laughs> and so I, I went out there and I'm talking, I'm walking in a literal circle that's maybe, <laughs> maybe like 0.1 or 0.2 miles oh. long. So it was miserable because there's oh. nowhere else to walk. I would have to like walk in the, on the main road if I wanted to walk <laughs> anywhere else. And so I'm walking in a circle and I'm, I'm not kidding. Like every rain's pouring on me this way. I'm squelching through rain this way. And I'm like 20 or 25 minutes in. Cause I look down and I'm like, there's, it's already been like 50 minutes for sure. Nope. It's been 20 <laughs> minutes in. And I'm like, dude, like, should I just call it? I didn't, but I was like, this is miserable. So like, yeah. I remember like battling during it at that point in time. For sure. For sure. So yeah, it was, yeah. Like that's the thing is like, it's interesting to hear that from you. And I'm not surprised to hear that from you because mm. you were fully bought in at that point well, in time. And, and yeah. And like that kind of an aspect, like. There were plenty of rucks where, like, I get up one of these initial hills that are just down my street, and, like, 
the shins already start hurting. Yeah. Because the weight vest is heavy. Yeah. The shins and, are, get bad during yeah. it, dude. So oh, you get yeah. you get not even a quarter mile in, and you're just like, wow, I'm already hurting. Like, I should just probably turn around and go home. But yeah. also at that point, you learn to just be like, no, absolutely not. Like, I'm you're not like, doing why, that. You're like, I just got out the door. Why would I turn around Yeah, now? exactly. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, the, the same, the first time through, like, we got back from one of those trips. It doesn't really matter. Yep. Um, we got back to the house at about 11:30 p.m. We have just flown home, yep. driven from the airport. That's a you know 45 minute drive for yep. us. And Brutal. I I already knew that I had to get my outdoor workout in. Yep. That actually it was the day that I walked into Miami Airport. That's what it was. So it was the yep. whole same same trip. We get home and I bring my suitcase out and I said I'll be back, guys. And I left right then and there at 11:30 p.m. Yep. Back from a vacation. Yep. Like you just there's no excuses. Yeah. That's you know I mean? and that's the thing is like you're right. It, it just there's no excuses for it, especially yeah. on a program like that. That's that's what always like that's what always bothered me hearing about it. And people talk like it's like yeah, but uh, I don't know if I can give up alcohol. Uh, you know, yeah. like is it really logical to do that many workouts a day? It's like bro, our I, like talking about the primal stuff. Our ancestors literally used to hunt for hours a day yeah and whatnot right right and like like really like are, right. we, are we gonna talk about like a max of like probably like an hour and a half to hour and 45 minutes of workouts that's too much right are we joking well and like you know each each person that does it or that does any kind of program like that excuse me is gonna have like one of the tasks yep. that's gonna be oh i don't know if i i don't know if i want to read yep you know i don't know if i want to give up alcohol i don't know if i want to give up, you know, my ice cream at night. Mm-hmm. So each person's going to have something different there. But again, I think we were just so bought in. It's like, okay, I won't drink for 75 days. Okay, I'll eat good for 75 the, days. God, the drinking part was so easy. That, I'm, and I'm, and I'm for us, kidding, yeah. yeah, and for us, that is a, that was an easy aspect. But again, that could be someone's hard yeah. point. That's you know that's I mean? also like a little bit concerning to me in, it in can a lot be. of ways. Yeah, yes. because it's like, Okay, if it, if it's a the hard point, then you definitely need to do it at that point. For in time. Sure. That's your that's your voice telling you, okay, you definitely need to cut back on this if it's yeah. like your difficult part is alcohol like yeah 100%. well and you'll learn that you can have just as much fun without <sighs> drinking yeah, absolutely as you dude. can drinking yeah. you know dude, we, it, we, we went out to ballpark village on yeah time, yeah bro. literally yeah, yeah. we, we watched the super bowl like yeah. we literally watched the super bowl <laughs> yeah I, you know there's so. just there's just no yeah and, and the thing is too is that my part was always the workouts that was i told you that it was always mm-hmm. ours part because for me like i mean again i weigh you know, however much more than you, I probably mm-hmm. thirty pounds more right now, or yeah. something like that. If I'm two, like that. 246, 250, then I'm I. So doing like something on my feet for that long every day ended up adding up pretty bad. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. but it's like at the same time, I got done with it. I'm like, oh, I'm not injured. Like, what, what was I talking yeah, right, about? Was right. I, was I really just like feeling a little bit of pain and I was trying to bitch out with it? Well, like, and like you know, some of your workouts can be recovery workouts. Yeah. Every exactly. Sunday is a yoga day for me. Yep. So I can kind of recoup after <laughs> a long <laughs> Yoga's <week>. hard. <laughs> it is. It's very hard, but you start to notice the benefits yep. quickly. And kind of back to the alcohol point, I think a reason that a lot of people are intimidated by that point is because of the social aspect. Oh, it's, it's so I, normal. Yeah. I think people feel awkward if they're not drinking when everyone else is, or they're worried that the people that are drinking are going to feel awkward because they're drinking and this person's not. Yep. And like, I, I kind of do get that just because it yeah. is so normal to go out and drink at a Cardinals yeah. game or yep. watch the Super Bowl and drink. Beer, yeah. yeah. And like, guys, we still, we do drink sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're we, not, we're not telling you. We still it enjoy yet. it. Like, yeah, absolutely. But you learn that it doesn't have to be the sole deciding factor for fun. You know, and I think it's mostly the social aspect. Mm. Like, well, if they're all drinking 
and I'm not like that's kind of weird. But absolutely, maybe the first time you experience it, it is like a little okay. This is a little bit different. But yeah. then, oh yeah, it was odd. But yeah. then it get, you just kind of get over it. You know what yep. I mean? And I don't know. No, but, I, I think you're absolutely right with that. I mean, the thing is too is that it's almost a good thing because getting pushed out of society's norms, especially this society's norms that we talked about, mm-hmm. is a very good thing. Yeah, it is. Because it being is. different from society actually tends to be a good thing. That's that's why like we talk about the fact that just because you know five percent of people, including you and I, like called out the mask stuff and the lockdown stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean we were wrong just because we were in the five percent or whatever. Yeah, right, right. You know, turns out <laughs> exactly. And but yeah, it, the, I don't know, the percentage might even be higher than that, honestly. Right. But but yeah, no, you're exactly right. But anyway, guys, that is going to be season two, episode twelve. Um, I think we made good points there about fitness being the bare minimum. Okay, guys, um, is there a lie that you tell yourself that that you need help getting over or mm. or need ideas on or just personally like if if you if this got your mind spinning, like, man, I tell myself every day, fill in the blank, whatever it might be, try to find a way to work on that. Try to find a way to not tell yourself that lie or turn that lie into truth somehow hmm. or, you know, whatever the case may be, guys. So let us know. Um, guys, please share the show. Uh, we need and appreciate all the support that we can get. Um, guys, keep submitting those questions. That was another question from a listener, uh, and we appreciate you. You know who you are. Um but guys, just continue supporting the show. Please share it to your stories. That's the biggest way that we grow. And it's really, it truly is so simple. Um, so guys, please do that for us. Talk about we it. We appreciate it. Yeah. Talk about it. Absolutely, guys. Um, we appreciate all the love, love and support. Until next time, peace and love. Thanks, guys.